KPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. You're locked in to the hottest station on the planet. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Mondays, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. and Loda Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Thomas Voice presents by appointment only. Coming soon, TPV Radio's open mic open to all pastors, preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majal's Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. This is Sterling Roberts, and you are listening to the Samus Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! The following program will change the way you think and lead you to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Listener's discretion is advised. Listening to Brother Don Presents. 
with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on Radio. It is now time for Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. What's good, radio family? Yes, this is Brother Don again coming at you. And this is Brother Don Presents with my co-host. Pastor Gene Homer, not only my sister in the faith, but my big sister. We're just excited to be here once again. Family, we hope you've been faring well during this uh, heat, because it's been hot where I'm at. It's been extremely hot and humid. And, you know, this time of year, you can't stress the importance of staying hydrated and staying safe during these times, you know, compounded with... The other things that we're experiencing in uh, the world today, we just, me and Pastor Gene, just pray that you've been safe, and we pray that God has covered you, and we thank you once again for tuning in with us, because we have been hitting some stuff, family, that have been really transformational, and the reason I say that is not only myself, but and Pastor Gene, but there's been other people that have been blessed by what we've been bringing forth, this word of complacency. And it's truly, truly a good, good word. It's a good lesson. So we're glad you tuned in today, and we're just praying that that God just speaks to your heart and just speaks to you today, that this word that we'll bring forth will be edifying, encouraging, and growthful to you. Now, if you're listening, uh, if you're listening on the website, um, we do encourage you to call in. We, we really do. We encourage you to call in. And if you have some questions, if you have some uh, revelation that God has given you, testimonies, anything that, that you wish to share here, we'd be Glad to hear. We'd be glad to put you right on in. And that number is 515-605-9873. 515-605-9873. And you can get plugged right in, and we'll bring you right in. So 515-605-9873. Well, family, it's been a good week. I pray that you had a good week also. Um, God is moving. He's he's still here. He's still in control, despite what CNN might say or NBC, whatever it is, what they might say out there. God is still in control, and he still loves you, and he cares about you. And we're going to bring something today that we pray 
that will move you from the place you are to the place where God wants you. Amen. Well, I want to give my shout outs. And I always have to start out with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because you know, family, without him, I am truly nothing. He pulled me up out of the muck and the mire and cleaned me off. And I am here today as a living testimony to what Jesus Christ can truly do if you yield your heart to him. So I always got to put him at the forefront. I've always got to give a shout out to him because he is so amazing. And we just want you to find out how amazing he is too. I'm going to give a shout out to my wife. Uh, She's on the road today. So family just continue to be praying for traveling graces over her as she visits her mom. And we want to lift her mom up too today, family. She has been encountering uh, some slight health issues, not, not nothing to do with COVID, but uh, just slight health health issues. We want to keep uh, Ms. Roxy Brown lifted up in um, prayer. I also want to give a shout-out to my children. Actually, um, family, I have uh, helped my 16-year-old celebrate her birthday. And I tell you, family, <laughs> you know, they, they – they used to say that when I was coming up, I used to hear the, the older older generation, the elders say, you know, it looks like the older you get, the faster time goes by. And I didn't get it then, what? but I definitely, definitely get it now. But it seemed like yesterday we brought her home from the hospital, but she's 16 years old. But to all my children, Daddy loves you. I just thank God for each and every one of you. You have been a blessing to me. And God has entrusted me with you, and I'm just thankful, thankful for that. And I got to give a shout-out to TPV Ministry. Pastor Chris, First Lady Nisi out there in Central Texas just really embraced and loved on us when we first came aboard. Uh, you know, just real good, genuine people with a vision and, 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 and faith. And I'm just happy to be aboard of what's going on here and just watching it grow, family. You know, that's the amazing, amazing thing is, you know, when I first came on board, it we was just this little bitty tiny uh, spot on the map, so to speak. But now we have grown and, and added ministers, um, you know, different programs. We, we They've got everything that they're Address every need that you have, family, spiritually. And with that being said, remember, go out and vote. Go to www.spinawards.com and vote the Psalmist Radio Network or the Psalmist Voice. All the categories, you'll have to kind of look through it, but please go vote. There's a powerful testimony behind that. Um, we'll share that some other time, but we just need you to, to go vote. I want to give a shout-out to uh, uh, Bishop uh, Willie Horn out there, KBRG, the bridge, and them guys. that They brought me along. I had the experience to minister with them um, a little while ago. And just awesome, awesome men of God. They just came in and embraced me and, and just brought me on board, and, and it was a real learning experience spiritually for me. And I'm indebted to to Jesus for them guys being in my life because they really just 
really showed me a lot of things. And, and they're laborers, folks. They're out there every morning, AM Coffee Talk, ministering the word of God, uplifting Jesus. And you need to go out there, um, Bishop Jones, um, uh, Pastor Fulbright, Evangelist Kirk, them guys out there is just, just amazing, just amazing in what they're doing for the Lord. And I want to give a shout-out to you, family, because you make this possible. You you are the reason that we're here because Jesus loves you, and he wants to see you grow, healed, and delivered. So he brought TPV Ministries to you, and we just want to thank you for supporting us. We want to thank you for tuning in and, and, and listening to what God has to say in this hour. You are truly amazing, and we truly, truly love you. So with that being said, I'm going to pass the mic to my big sister in the spirit and in the family, Pastor Jean Homer, with her shout-outs. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's so exciting to be with you all again another week. We're just so grateful for the keeping power of God and for what he's doing in our lives as a ministry and on a personal level. God is really moving. He's restoring. He's reviving. Amen. He is still on the throne. He's still able to heal, deliver, and set free. So I just magnify him today because of who he is. Amen. Hallelujah. We can pull up in the life of God, his liberty. Amen. So I just praise him today. I thank him for the audience. I thank him for Pastor Chris and Pastor Nisi. I thank him for the grace and the favor that he is just pouring upon their lives and their ministry. And I just thank him for you, the radio audience. And we pray that today, as we speak, as we pull from the fountain, the living waters, that we will say something that will be a source of blessing and encouragement to you. And we just thank God for each and every one of you. We just pray God's peace and protection upon you and your loved ones for the ones that have suffered a loss during this time. Our prayers go out to you. We pray the peace of God. We pray that God will continue to keep you and give you an understanding and a peace in your heart and your mind. And again, Amen. Amen. Well, you know, family, before we dig in this, you know, me and my sister, we we frequently talk offline. We have some spirit-filled, anointed conversations offline. And I just want to share this because I'm just being prompted by the Holy Spirit to get it out there because, you know, we have not been given a spirit of fear, but of peace, love, and a sound mind. And I told my sister in our conversation, I think it was Friday evening, how troubled I was when I left work um, because where I work at, they have we're deemed essential employees. So pretty much through this whole time that we've been um, experiencing the pandemic, 
you know, we we couldn't take off. They gave us some liberal leave if you wanted or whatever, but they after a while they expected you to come back to work. Well, anyway, there was something, there was a document put out, and this was based on a government website. And the thing, the reason I'm speaking on this now is because Pastor Jean got me fired up the other day. When she talked about being a warrior, I think it may have been this morning, when she talked about being a warrior, and what we're talking about fits right and ties right into it. Now, we've got a whole bunch of other stuff we want to share today, but I just want to share this right here right now. You know, because she got me fired up because how many times do we hear something see something and not say anything. We just take a back seat. We're just as comfortable letting it go on by. We just get to that place we're so complacent that it doesn't bother us. We may say, okay, I'm going to pray about it and go and forget about it. Like burying our head in the sand, wishing it all just goes away. Well, that's not going to happen. You're in a war. We are in a war, and we are in a spiritual battle for our very soul. And everything that we look at and see at has spiritual implications to it. And the document that I read Friday afternoon troubled me because it said this. It was a chart. It was a bar graph that gave out the the highest possible risk of contacting and catching COVID-19. Now, it had your daily activities like walking your dog, which was moderate to low, playing tennis, which was moderate to low, going to Walmart or some of the other shopping places was a little bit higher in moderation there. But what was disturbing is down at the bottom, they had several categories in red. And those that were in red was going to concerts, music concerts, attending a bar, not even a restaurant, but just a bar, like a club. And then beneath that was attending church. And based on that graph, they said, these are the things you should absolutely avoid at all costs. Say what? Now, what I'm saying here is I'm not saying that um, I'm speaking from a spiritual authority standpoint to say that when God decides to open the churches back up, if people grab a hold of this, there will be such fear and chaos that will keep people away. We have not been given a spirit of fear, but of peace, love, and a sound mind. And if we don't take a stand against this right now at the inception and allow this thing to be conceived, allow the gestation of lies to produce and birth a bigger lie, 
then what have we really done for the kingdom? We profess it. We're the first ones to shout, oh, Lord, send me, I'll go. But when it's time to roll up your sleeves and tighten up your bootstraps and ready to get down there and get dirty, we have to do a better job of standing up and speaking out against this thing. I may get in trouble. The ministry may get some some flack over what I'm saying today. But guess what? If God prompted, I'm going to say it. I have to because I'm at that point, family, where it's so critical and there's such an emergency in the spirit, I'm not going to hold back no more. You know, we, we, you know, I know Pastor Chris um, always, you know, has the, the moniker of the most controversial off-the-meat-hook Christian radio program in the planet. Well, you know what? We're going to start putting that to the test because we're going to start telling the truth about things. We're not going to sit back and idly watch God's people continue to get this onslaught of lies to develop Fear and frustration in their lives spiritually, that's not going to stand on our watch. We're going to stand on our soapbox in the marketplace, here on air, wherever it needs to be to speak against this. So I just had to put that out there, Pastor Gene. I know that was kind of off cue. Uh, You probably weren't ready for that, but... You know, that's really been bothering me since we spoke earlier today. That's really just been kind of eating and gnawing at me. How when you had questioned about us being warriors, how vital that is, really. So I don't know if you wanted anything to add before we get going um, or we just um, going to get in there or, or however you want to handle it. You have the mic right now. Man, brother. So the um, the thing that we look at uh, that uh, the world is involved in right now from a spiritual uh, uh, position uh, because things are parallel. If you see things manifesting in the natural, then something has already taken place spiritually. So as children of God, we have the responsibility to seek God for what it what He is saying as far as what manifests uh, in the natural because it's already taken place in the spiritual realm, amen? And and because, he is, a, because he is the creator, uh, then he not only can give us insight and wisdom as to what's going on, and I'm speaking of his bride, his church, but also right, right. he has the remedy. He has the mm. remedy for what is going on, and he said that he would reveal it to his church. And what we were saying is, what is our position? Are we seeking him for that revelation or the understanding? Are we seeking Mm. him for the remedy, or are we waiting for the world to come up with the remedy? Where are we his bride? Are we dependent on our bridegroom to come and rescue us? Are we waiting for the world and the world system to rescue us? When he has clearly, absolutely given us the authority. Amen? Mm-hmm. He doesn't Amen. tell the government to pray for us, but he commands us to pray for the government. So it was mm-hmm. just a place of 
looking at where we are, are we dictating to the world? Are we are are we allowing the world to dictate to us who we are? Hmm. And wow. case in point, some of the most uh, uh, dangerous places to go would be the bar of the church. Mm-hmm. And and what do we when we hear that as his bride, as his church, as his sheep, how are we to respond? Mm. Wow. Wow. And you know that that I guess that's what got me fired up was was when we were talking about that that earlier and and it was basically a clearing cause. How what are you going to do now? What are you going to do? You you read this, you've seen it and and I'm showing you this from a spiritual standpoint. I'm showing you from this in the spirit, what are you going to do now? You know, and don't get me wrong, family. There's power in prayer. That absolute 100% power in prayer. But there is power also when you speak against things like this in your life. You're speaking from a place of authority. Whenever you see in scripture, Jesus had an encounter with a demon or an evil spirit. He didn't go home and pray. He didn't go and fast for four days, three, four days, and then went to the person and pray. He spoke from a place of authority right then and there. And that's what we have to understand as as our part of our, and we're going to get into it today, our character and our identity is we're going to have to learn to start speaking right from where we are, right when we see it at that very moment from a place of an authority. In Matthew 28, the word of God says, Jesus told us, all power and authority has been given unto him in heaven and in earth. And if we are the partakers of the first fruit, that authority that he has, we can partake in it also. If you don't believe me, read John 17, one of my favorite chapters in, in, the, in, the, in the word of God. John 17, when Jesus is praying to, to God, saying, I am in them and they are in me, and we are one. One of the most beautiful passages that just touch your heart, that just get down in, 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 in your spirit and just makes you feel alive. And that's where we have to come from. Amen? Well, we've been talking about complacency, and I think that what I said earlier and what me and Pastor Gene was hitting on was real evidence of where we see complacency at today. And, and I think that we as always, have to take these opportunities and times to examine ourselves, to allow the Holy Spirit to come in. We have to do a greater amount of yielding to some things to get cleaned up and get ready. You know, I, I love the way my sister, she, she always comes out, and, and that's a beautiful, um, I love the way she points that out, and that's beautiful that, that we are a bride. And just like in the natural, when a bride gets ready for a wedding day, 
She makes sure everything is on point. Everything has to be perfect. Hair is going to be done. Nails is going to be done. She's going to be clean, smell good. And that's where we have to kind of take that analogy from a natural point and apply it to a spiritual standpoint that we can understand that we have to get better at doing better. That we can truly, truly be ready for the bridegroom at all times. Amen? Well, let's go to the Bible here. Um, I hope you got your Bibles, your your, your tablet, your, your smartphone. There's, there's really no explanation or excuse for not having uh, the Word of God handy because it's in so many, so many different forms, so many different places. But I'm going to flip some pages with you here today, and I'm going to be in the King James for the most part. Um, my sister, I hope she has her trusty past, passion translation uh, available because I'm I'm trying to get me one now. But right now I'm going to be in the King James, and I want to go to chapter 3 in Revelation. The New King James, Revelation chapter 3. And I want to share something with you. And I'm going to read, uh, blah, 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 let's see where we're at, uh, 16, let's see, no, I'm sorry, uh, family, um, we're going to be in Revelation chapter 3, yeah, maybe it is 16, no, 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 no. Let's go to, let's start at verse 8. Let's start at verse 8. I thought I had it written down. Uh, We're going to be in Revelation chapter 3, and I'm going to start at verse 8. And I'm reading out of the New King James. And it says, I know your work. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have little strength have kept my word, and have not denied my my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie indeed. I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you because you have kept my command to preserve. I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell in the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in a temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem which comes down from heaven, and from my God, and I will write on him my new name. Wow. He who has let he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Now the, what I want to get at, we read that, but I want to get at um in, in starting in verse fourteen here. God is talking to the church of Laodicea. I think I said that right. Laodicea. And 
this really struck out struck me out today or this week as I was studying it. And I've read it before, but some for some reason it, it hit a little different this time. And starting at verse fifteen, I know your work that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. And I don't know, family, if you heard that, like I heard that in the spirit, but it is such a warning bell, sis. This hit me as such a warning bell, how complacency causes you to be be lukewarm. And lukewarmness is a place where um, lukewarmness is a place where your whole belief system is based on compromising. Ain't that something? And I think you shared that with me earlier, but you came from a different angle. Um, If you can remember that, I would love for you to share that with the family, how lukewarmness makes your belief system based on a place of compromise. Say what? Amen. Amen, because... Uh, basically, I was comparing it to where we, the body of Christ, are right now. Uh, because not only uh, with the pandemic, you know, the, the situation that we're dealing with, uh, we we listened to the world system, which said that when it gets hot, it will destroy it. But not only has right. it not been destroyed, but it's mutating. So mm. what I was saying, is that the body of, as the body of Christ, we were complacent, we were lukewarm, you know, we were busy, busy waiting for the world system to come up with a remedy. And so now mm-hmm. here we sit, and there is no remedy. And, uh, you know, what, what is God saying to us? You know, we, mm-hmm. we should have had, you know, if we had sought the Lord now, who's to say, that we would not have come up with a remedy as the body of Christ. So Amen. I'm saying that's the perfect example of lukewarmness. We're neither hot nor cold. You understand? We just stay in the position of of of, of setting by and, and judging the, the the politicians or waiting for the the uh, uh, world system to come up with a remedy so that mm-hmm. this thing can. But, you know, God is the great physician Amen He is the great physician And and you you would have to wonder as a child of God As God God looks up on us And he said all power He has given us authority You know, again, like I said He didn't tell the government to even pray for us But he commanded us to pray for the government So we we have we have that relationship with him that if we would just mm. humble ourselves and pray, we would hear from heaven, and he's already told us that. But when you're in a lukewarm state, you I mean, you don't pray. I mean, you might pray, mm-hmm. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over me and mine. Let not this virus come near us. You understand? Mm-hmm. Or, But, you know, that that's really the, the extent of a lukewarm prayer, brother. Because we're only concerned about 
ourselves. But God is commanding us to do more than that as his body, amen, as his people. And, And but because of our state, you know, because of the state that we've allowed ourselves to be in, it's almost like you have to, you can't even rally the people together to seek the Lord. Right, 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 right. So that was, right. that's what that's what we were sharing offline that, you know, and, and one of the things that God said was that, you know, he spoke to us last Sunday through our fellowship, do you know who you are? Do mm-hmm. you know who you are? Because mm-hmm. if you know who you are, then your character, your personality would display it. Mm-hmm. And, and we're coming from the sons of Sceva who thought that they could do what they saw Paul do by invoking the God that Paul prayed to. And we know that did not turn out well for them because the the demon spoke out of the man and said, Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know, but who are you? So God posed Mm. that to us last week. Who are you? Who Mm -hmm. are you when you pray? Who are you as you're walking through this pandemic uh, season. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. a child of God? Or are you a child of this worldly system where you're dependent on mm-hmm. the government instead of depending on God? Because see, these things show our, you know, they will show us who we are, not who we think we are, but they will show us who we truly are and to who we really belong. Amen. Amen. And, and you know, um, you said something there that was so profound. Um, we've been commanded to pray for the government, but the government has never been commanded to pray for us. And and you know, and I want now this this may be a little controversial, family, but I got to say it anyway. It doesn't matter who's in leadership whether you like them or not, whether you always agree with them or not. But it is our duty, our mandate at all times to pray for them. And Pastor Gene reminded me today, and I've been studying on it as well, that God can use evil kings and rulers for his glory. They don't always have to be saved. They don't always have to be churched, but he can use whomever he wants for his. So if he has to use a wicked and corrupt government to get his glory, he can. He can. And we have to constantly and always pray for them. That's our mandate. Let me put this out here. Not, not. I am not saying that our our government is is wicked and corrupt. I'm not saying that. Right. But what I'm saying right. is that God, God, if you go, if you look in the Bible in the Old Testament, God used King Cyrus that did not know nor fear God, but God is the one that put him in power. Amen. And God used him to bless the people of God to not only. Re- Return to the land that he had given them, but return with the provisions that were needed to rebuild the temple. 
So, mm-hmm. we, you know, it, it's God that puts the uh, people in, in authority. Um, Amen. Commands us as his people to pray, to pray, to pray. And, and you know what? We will just humble ourselves and pray. Who knows what God might do to change the heart of whoever. Amen. 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 So, so Amen. That, you know, that's our mandate to pray, to pray and not speak against because when we speak against, we're speaking against who God put in authority. Right. Right. So, that, you know, we, we know, point. you know, it's and you know, as in the in the Old Testament, uh, with King Saul, actually the God gave the people a king after their own heart. So sometimes mm-hmm. situations are a place for us to search our heart to see what we are. Right. But nonetheless, we need to inquire of the Lord to say, God, how do I pray? God, what is it that you're speaking to your body? Mm. Amen. Because we're Amen. under authority, but we have authority. We're under authority, Amen. but we have authority. Amen? God gives Amen. authority, which is the supreme authority. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yeah, by no means was I trying to pick on anybody. I was just using what the word had had, had showed us, um, not calling our government evil or, or wicked or anything like that, but I'm just saying if if that if that's what God so pleases to do in his sovereignty, he can't do that. He can't do that. Now, family, you heard my sister. Uh, she kind of touched on it right where we were going there. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And, you know, this past week, you know, we, we get together and we have a a Sunday fellowship where we, we have uh, several ministers and people that, that get on and, you know, we just kind of listen to what the Lord is saying and talk about it, um, you know, digest it spiritually and, and, and just kind of just a real good time, you know. And she asked a question, who are you? Who are you? Now, let me tell you, family, immediately, you know, I, I probably would do just like 90% of everybody else. Um, what are you talking about? Who am I? You know who I am. I'm your brother. Oh, well, wait a minute. Are you talking about me as a husband or maybe me as a father or a cousin or a minister or a teacher? Well, wait a minute. Then I got to thinking, I can't answer that question. And it sounds it sounds kind of flaky, but I couldn't answer the question. I I really couldn't because it was a question that really kind of made me have to reflect on myself and who am I and what am I doing? And the scripture that she pulled out, and I'm going to read it today because it, it kind of touches on some things that we're going to touch on about complacency. It's in the book of Acts, chapter 19, and it's 11 through 20. So we're going to cover some scripture here today. And verse 11 says, Now God worked unusual miracles in the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Then some of the 
the internet Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who who had evil spirits, saying, Exercise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. And there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know. But who are you? Then the man in whom the evil spirits was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them, and so that they fled out that house naked and wounded. I mean, there's so much on in that right there, just that one, who are you? And this was, she posed that question Sunday morning. And Sunday afternoon, I was on my bike. I was I was I was just riding, uh, uh, you know, just my normal Sunday afternoon ride. And the Lord really spoke to my heart that, and he, he spoke this to me, family. He said, "You will have to learn what it means to be clothed in righteousness." And I didn't have a handle on that word. I, I just was I just receiving, was meditating on it. But little did I know, little did I know that it had a lot to do with complacency, a lot. And it just kind of opened the floodgates in the spirit on complacency for me and how to identify complacency that's in my life. But before I get into this deep sis, you got anything you want to add? You know, brother, the... The the thing that we also shared from this particular, uh, these scriptures were, who was asking? Mm, Not only yeah, that's true. Asking, but who was doing the asking? And so what we have here is uh, someone, a, a, a demon actually, who, who acknowledges mm. that he knows about Jesus and he recognizes Paul. But he's saying, but who are you? Meaning that mm. that they were not known in that kingdom. Amen? So Amen. That's, what I, that's how God posed it to me. By whom are you known? By what are you known? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's, you know, meaning do you have true authority? Or are you trying to use, misuse and abuse someone else's authority? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Wow. So that was that's where you know I was challenged by, you know, depending on who asked me, what I know how mm-hmm. to answer. Because we right. can come up right. with a religious answer, you know, we can do that. Sure. Yeah. But to really know who you are, does the demons know who you are? Does God know who you are? Yeah. That's the deeper, deeper revelation of that question. Yeah. And, and you ask that, you know, and, and it's like, wow. Wow. You know, and it kind of put a perspective on, oh my God. Like, um, 
you know, in order for that, in order for them to know me, I have to have a relationship with Christ, a deep relationship. Wow, that is that was that that's good. Well, family, I hope you've been chewing this up, eating this up. We we've laid it out, we spread the table out today. Um, we we still got a lot to go. We're gonna spread it out, but right now we're gonna we're gonna take a little short break. Um, um, let you digest that a little bit before we get into some more. I don't want you to get a spiritual overload today. I want you to kind of soak this up. And remember, if you want to call in, the number is 515-605-9873, 515-605-9873. Me and Pastor Gene would absolutely love to hear from you today. We'll absolutely love to hear from you. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a quick break. Don't move my muscles. Stay right there. We're going to dig in this thing. We're going to talk about how complacency has to do with taking away the righteousness you're supposed to be clothed in. So stay right there. Stay tuned in. We will be right back. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on Radio. This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. This is for the busted hearts. This is for the question marks. This is for the outcast soul lost control. No one knows. Sing it for the can't go back. Sing it for the broken past. Sing it for the just found out life is now. Upside down If you're looking for hope tonight, raise your hand If you feel alone and don't understand If you find the side of your life that's dead We're gonna make it through this sand in hand And if we
together we are bolder, braver, stronger.
honest with you. Dedicated to people like me, those that struggle with insecurities, acceptance, and even self-esteem. You never felt good enough, you never felt pretty enough, but imagine God whispering in your ear, letting you know that everything that has happened is now. This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on TPV Radio. We are back. And we were just listening to some of the great gospel music that you can. Uh, listen to on TPB Radio. You have to go out and download Live 365, and it is on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Great, great, great catalog of gospel music, contemporary and independent, which Pastor Chris has a passion for uh, promoting and spotlighting independent artists. That's the music you don't get mainstream. And so we we always encourage you to go out there, download the app on iPhone or uh, Android, Live 365, type in the Psalmist Voice Network, and you have it. I'm sorry, Psalmist Voice Radio, and you have it. And it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pastor Chris uh, does an awesome job in programming, so I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Well, before we took the break, we... We we touched on a lot. We touched on a lot. But right there, right when we, um, before we left, we had talked about how some of the questions that Pastor Gene presented to us um, in a group setting, who are you, and the word of the Lord came to me, I'm going to have to learn to be clothed in righteousness. And like I said before the break, I didn't have a handle on that yet. 
You know, it was in my spirit, and I was meditating on it and doing the things, you know, that, that you know, you normally do. And, and it didn't come to me till probably midweek towards later week. And I had looked up the definition of clothes. You know, my big sister's got me uh, really tuned into that, you know, looking up definitions of words, and I thank God for her. And out of all the definitions, of clothes, it all boils down to this, family. Now watch this. To provide a covering. To provide a covering. And I was like, hmm, okay, all right, Lord, where are you going with this? And understanding what the Lord spoke to me, I'm going to have to learn to be clothed in righteousness. See, And until I allow God to clothe me in the righteousness of Christ, I have no identity, I have no authority, and I definitely don't have any access to power. And listen close, family, listen to this close. It is only by way of repentance that the garment of complacency is stripped off which allows you to be clothed in righteousness. Now, you know, the enemy wants you clothed in complacency because when he has you clothed in complacency, you're in a place where you will not hear or see God, period. He wants you clothed in that complacency because he doesn't want you clothed in righteousness because the point when you allow yourself to be clothed in righteousness, now you have some identity. Now you have some authority. And now you have access to power. And this is what really struck me when I started, the Lord started teaching me this, to be clothed in righteousness. And I hope my sister has her um, passion translation handy, because sis, we're going to be back in Revelation chapter 3, and I want you to read verse, Seven. Revelation 3 and 7. If you have that passion translation, I got to get me one. I, I can't, I keep saying that. I can't wait no more. I, I got to, I got to get me one. But uh, if you have it there, um, we're going to start at verse 7. Then I want you to go back up and read 4 through 6. Amen? Okay. So you want me to, you want me to, I'm sorry, do you want me to start at verse 4 or verse 7? Um, You can start at verse 4 and go through 7. I can still, the Lord still can make, you know, we can still make the point there. Go ahead. Start at 4 and read through 7 out of the Passion Translation. Okay. Um, Okay, I'm looking here, brother. Give me a minute. Um. If you don't mind, I want to go back up a little bit to uh, uh, to what he was really speaking to the congregation, uh, so sure. people can yeah. get full. Okay, he when as he begins, it says the one. These are now, the words of the in? one. Huh? What what verse are you starting in? Uh, I'm I'm starting. I I believe I'm going to start midway, uh, verse one. Uh, okay. Because it says, these are the words of the one who holds the seven spirits of God 
in the seven stars. And he says to the church, I know all that you do. And I know that you have a reputation for being really alive, but you're actually dead. Wake up and strengthen all that remains before it dies. For I haven't found your work to be perfect in the sight of my God. So remember all the things you received and heard then turn back to God and obey them. For if you continue to slumber, I will come to you like a thief, and you'll have no idea at what hour I will come. Verse Mm. 4, yet there are still a few in Sardis who have remained pure, and they will walk in fellowship with me in brilliant light, for they are worthy. Verse 5, and the one who experiences victory will be dressed in white robes, and I will never, no, never erase your name from the book of life. I will acknowledge your name before my father and his angels. So the one whose heart is open, let him listen carefully to what the Spirit is now saying to all the churches. Brother, I read all the way through verse 6. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that Amen. was... That was the letter to the church in Sardis. Amen. Amen. And, and you know, and, and it's like this, family. Listen close. There is always hope lying on the other side of repentance. We talked about repentance, and if you have an opportunity, go on the website, and, and they're all cataloged by... Um, by name, and, and really listen to that, what we were sharing about repentance. Very, very important because, see, right now where we're at, when we, we, we're looking at this when he wrote the church, God says, I know your work. I know what you did. And where you were alive, but you're actually dead. I explained this to my sister the other evening as, as we were talking, I said, you know what? And this is it for church leaders now. You know, I'm not picking on you, but I'm just, I just got to say, you have to check the complacency in your life because what happens is if you don't, you spend all your time and, and energy trying to resurrect what God has allowed to die. See, it's dead or for a reason. He's trying to do a new thing in the earth today, but so much religion is trying to resurrect that which is already dead. You know, we hear about we hear about different uh, uh, things that's going on in, in, in the United States where we need to get back and, and get to that place of repentance for the complacency first. Before we move forward See because That's what it's about 
We allow complacency to make us try to continue to resurrect dead stuff. And we need to be redirected to doing things that's going to bring life. And that's not going to happen until we repent and allow God to clothe us in righteousness. I'm going to say that again. We have to repent and allow God to clothe us in righteousness. Or you'll never find your identity. You'll never find any power. You'll never find anything outside of righteousness. Did you have anything you wanted to add, sis? Because I'm going to read a verse here real quick. You know, the church, uh, the, 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 the scriptures that I've just read, basically, mm-hmm. brother, I identify complacency in the church. Because Amen. what you find at the beginning of the letter is that they really thought that they were alive. But mm-hmm. God saw them as being dead. And that's mm-hmm. what complacency is. You think you're doing well in the midst of danger. Because of mm-hmm. the deception that comes along with complacency, amen. So it mm-hmm. took it took a strong word coming from the Lord to this church, and it says that. And at the end, at the end of uh, verse six, it says, "This is what the Spirit is saying to all the churches." So there's a little element of Sardis in the church, amen. <laughs> Amen. It wasn't just exclusive Amen. to that particular location, is what I'm saying. Right. We can still mm-hmm. see that, uh, you know, operating in the church of today. That's right. Uh, so we, and, and again, that's the actual definition of complacency. You think you're really alive, but you're actually dead. Wake up mm. and strengthen all that remains before it dies. For I right. haven't found your work to be perfect in the sight of my God. Mm. It says, so remember all the things you've received and heard, then turn back to God and obey mm. them. For Hallelujah. if you continue to slumber, amen, and that's really amen. the state of, of complacency, amen. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. Amen. So how important is this to close to being righteousness, family? And if you guys still got your Bibles out, I want you to turn with me to Isaiah, the 61st chapter. And we're going to look at this in the Word. Isaiah, the 61st chapter, and I'm going to be in the 10th verse. And again, I'm reading out of the New King James there. And it it reads like this. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me in the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. So the righteousness we got that we are to be clothed in is also a covering. You know, it's it's our protection. 
Because how many times have you found yourself going over the same things, the same situations, over and over and over and over, no matter how much you prayed and how much you fasted, and there's there may be some things that you may have to check in your life, the areas that you may be complacent in, and repent from that, and repent from that. And here's a hint, family. And, and me and my sister covered this, and I want you to write this down, get it in, uh, make sure you get it in your spirit. And this, this is the hint. You'll find where you're complacent when you look to the areas with the most compromise. You'll find it right there. You know, see, because sometimes we can hold a standard to certain things and other things we let it go a little bit. We soften the standard. We don't put as much emphasis on it as we ought to. Maybe family, maybe children, maybe the coworker. You know, everybody else outside of that, we hold them to a different standard. Or we have a different standard. We we hold the standard of Christ. But some of those folks may get a little past, compromised. But the word is the word. God's standard is his standard. Everything outside of his standard he calls sin. Everything that we see outside of the standard of God, we should be calling sin. Amen? It adorns. See, God is always wanting to bless us. But, if you look at it the way, and I'm, I'm talking spiritually now, if you look at the way we do things and if we're complacent, it's going to hold that up. And I'm firsthand. I can speak on that firsthand. See, that's how dangerous complacency is in our lives. It holds up and stops and prevents a lot of things that we should be experiencing and walking in. See, because this is what God was sharing with me, sis, and I don't know if I shared this with you. You know, the the devil is a defeated foe. In Revelation 12.10, it tells us that he's a defeated foe. But when we're in that place of complacency, we give him the right to accuse us. We give him the right to accuse us before God, but he's a defeated foe, but he will try to accuse you as long as you stay in that place of complacency. And that's why, sis, and I want you to expound on this a little bit, why people are open to attack when they're in a place of complacency. Amen. Amen. You know, I can I can share with you the revelation that God showed me for my own personal life. Amen. In those places where I've uh out of a desire of wanting to have a relationship with family and friends, amen. Uh and 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 and, and I mean the ones that that know not or or you know are not really walking in that place of service to God right now. 
right. but they know that they know that that's my conviction. They know that I love God and I serve God. But when we're interacting, Amen. There are places where they are doing them, and I'm trying to stand for doing me. Amen. Wow. So, wow. Uh, but when, but as God has begun to deal with me in the area of complacency, and He's shown me that that's compromise. There are places right. where you you compromise when you're in the company, when you're in mixed company. I'll use that for lack of a better term. That uh, right. and, 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 and God sees it as compromise for a relationship. Amen? Um, uh-huh. uh, God wants to deal with that. He wants to deal with that in us if we're praying for him to deal with the uh, complacency. And so what he began to show me is you have you've joined in with these people, uh, even by being mm. a silent, uh, you know, by being silent in the midst, meaning that you didn't even inquire of God for what to do or how to be or what to say or whether or not mm. to even excuse yourself from their company because of the standard of righteousness that you stand for. Amen. Uh, Amen. When you take what, and as God begins to do that work in my heart in the place of complacency, and I, uh, I change, and I no longer tolerate that, then it opens me up for an attack because mm. they don't understand now why it's not okay because it was okay before. So right, God right, begins right. to say, and those it's almost like a battle, and you're taking back grounds that you've given to the enemy. And you can't mm. do it in the flesh. You have to surrender that area to the Lord and let God, in other words, come become poor in spirit and say, God, you show me how to walk away from this. Because you want to walk, come towards God in the area of the complacency, but you do not want mm-hmm. to leave them, if possible, offended with you. Wow. Amen? So yeah. that's, that's why he was sharing with me. It's important that when God gives you ground, that you don't give it to the enemy or you don't, give, you don't bow to sin, which is in essence giving back what God has given you. Yeah. I, I hope that that's that's insightful because I can only share out of my experience and what God is showing me, brother. So. No, that that was that was right, right on point, right okay. on point. Because you know, it, it, it's so much, so much that we heard, and you said something that kind of um, rang in my spirit is because we hear that all the time. You know, I'm just doing me, or this is what I do. This is how I am, you know. And depending on the level of relationship that we have with that individual, that determines whether we're going to let it go or not. And the thing about it is, is that what God said in that terms? Because, you know, when I read that scripture that says, he that loved his mother, Father, wife, brother, sister, children more than me is not worthy to be my disciple. So in essence, is that what we're doing? We're loving on them more than we love Christ? When we compromise in those areas? That's a heavy thought. 
That's a real heavy thought. Are you putting them in front of Christ in your life? When you compromise, when you allow yourself to to see, and, and you know, sis, the thing about it is we see the compromise before it comes, but yet sometimes in that place of complacency, we don't do anything about it. We just let it slide. That's that's exactly true because when you're in the state of compromise, you don't even you're you're insensitive to the spirit of God, so you you don't realize um, how serious it is. You don't realize that you know there should there there are consequences to uh, compromising the truth or the word of God or who you say you are to God. Mm, wow. You don't see the seriousness of it because of your you know the state that you're in. Amen. And that's that's the danger. That's one of the dangers, you know, because um, when you read that definition, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and, um, you know, the, the one that struck me is, you know, you're in danger, but you're unaware. So that leaves you feeling that you're okay. And that place when you say that you're okay and you allow compromise to dig in deep, kind of helps, well, it develops a place of self-righteousness that you come out of. That's and, where and everything also, comes out of. And, and also, uh, it, it causes you to go beyond conviction. Right. And if, you're, if you go beyond conviction, then you can't truly repent. You must mm. be convicted of sin before you can really repent with godly sorrow. But if you're in that state of complacency, then you 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 know you're insensitive. You're going beyond uh, being sensitive to the word of God, which is the truth, which brings conviction, mm-hmm. which brings you to re- godly sorrow and true repentance. You know, wow. because there's so much justification and complacency. Say that again. There's a lot of justification and complacency. Well, it's not no, my no. fault. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say it, or I didn't do it. Well, uh, I don't. I mean, you know, I don't have to do anything because I didn't start that. You know, we make up. You know, we make up so many excuses to to stay deceived. <laughs> Amen. You know, stay in that place of that 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 false state of of uh, peace. You understand? We don't want anything mm-hmm. to upset that 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 uh, uh, false state of being okay. You understand? When you're real, you're mm-hmm. not aware that, and you're not aware that something could come and and remove you and rob you of that. So you're fighting for the right to be wrong. You're fighting to stay um, where you are. You, and, and, and you don't even know it's where you are is fake and false. Mm. Wow. But you don't want anyone to, you don't want it, you won't allow anyone to disturb it, so you'll fight for that and because of wow. the deception that's already operating. Man, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? You know, and, and family, you know, we're, we're, we're bringing this out because, you know, and I said it at the early early part of the program, and I'm going to say it again. You know, this is more than just a 
people. This is a warning because, you know, we can't necessarily teach you how to come out of complacency. We can show you places, but this is something that you're solely going to have to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal in your life and, and, and start walking through it, you know, because at the start of this lesson, you know, there were some things in my life that I had to turn around, and I'm sure Pastor Gene can attest to the same, that there, there were certain things that we had to walk through. And you're going to have to walk through it to get it out. But it has to start somewhere. So why not now? Why not today? Why not you take some of the stuff that we've been talking about, use it as an examining tool in your life, and allow the Holy Spirit to work on it and open up some things that you truly can see these areas that's been holding you back. Because what it does ultimately is it affects your character, and Pastor Gene touched on that earlier. See, because when your character is absent of complacency, that's when you're going to start to see some fruit to come forth. When you allow that type of refinement to come in your life, it's going to burn out the dross and complacency in those areas that where it looked to have set in. And what God is going to do is he's going to continue to develop the necessary character for you to be clothed in righteousness. Now, we're going to go to 1 Peter also, sis. And if you got that in the Passion Translation, I would love to hear that. It's going to be 1 Peter, the very first chapter. And we're going to be in verses 15 through 17. You know what, brother, if I pay. I have another revelation before we uh, move on. If where we are now, spiritually and naturally, is in, in, engaged in a war, and this is what God showed me. He said, mm-hmm. whether you, whether you want to admit it now, we are in a state of war. Amen? Yeah. And this Amen. is a war that the army can't fight. Think about mm. that for a second. The army of the United States cannot even fight this war Mm. to protect. But we're in a state of war. That's good. Think about that. Now, if we're in a state of war, then and God has raised up an army to fight the war, and the soldiers Mm. are complacency are complacent, then who's winning the war? Wow, that's good, sis. That's awesome. Praise God. Yes, yes. Because we have wow. to see, we have to have these visual aids. When you're when a, a person is in a stupor, you need visual aids for them in order for them to see, so they can shake themselves. Mm. Wow, that's good. Amen. Amen. A complacent soldier cannot fight. Wow. You know, and I see that. That's that's good. I like that, you know, because really a complacent soldier is no good. No good. He's no good on the battlefield. 
you know, complacent soldier on the battlefield to get others those that are trying kill. He'll he'll cause more harm than actually duty. Wow. Amen. That was an awesome revelation. I like that. I like that. Thank you, Jesus. That was awesome. Um, wow. I mean, Brother, we've got to see our I'm sorry. I said you can't hardly move on for that one. That one you just got to park right here for a minute and soak it up because that was profound. That was so profound. You know, and and if we took a minute to to look at that and the impact that that has spiritually, what you just said, wow, that's like dropping a bomb. Oh, man, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. And, you know, even in the the book of Judges, there's another example in in chapter 7 when uh, Gideon, a man, was... uh, uh, God had called uh, uh, Gideon, amen? And he amen. started out with 22,000, I'm sorry, he started out with 22,000 and 10,000 of them remained, amen? amen. And, that, and, and it said that that was still too many men. And so God had to, God had to, and we're talking about complacency, amen? Amen. <laughs> So you can Amen. have all of those people, but if there's complacency there, it would be better you didn't have them. Right, Are you hearing right, me? right, right, right. And so God Amen. had to remove them all the way down to what? 300, I believe it was. 300, that is correct. That's the word. So it's mm-hmm. better... It's better, you know, to have, you can't use, if you have an army and it's, I don't care how many it is, if they're complacent, then you're not going to win the war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. So we must Amen. know who we are. We must know what the season and the time is. Amen. You can't just walk walk through this life not having a clue if you're a child of God. That is just not our portion, brother. Amen. And and and, and Amen. more concerned about the the cares of this life. Amen. Amen. That's not our portion. Wow. Wow. Let me. Let, let... <laughs> Man, I have something to uh, uh, share here, but I mean, I just want to park here because this is something. Now, let's fast forward to today. Based on what you just shared, what God shared with you and what you shared, how can we use that as a template to get ready for what's going on today? You know what you, you know what brother when I when when God speaks to me this way when he gives me a revelation uh, such as this I give it back to him and say okay God what can I do what is it that you would have me to do and you know what he mm-hmm. said speak the truth speak the truth 
speak the truth. Mm. And I will take that truth and carry it where I desire for it to go. Speak the truth. And you know, and and I'm telling you this morning through another minister, God said, and are you willing to die for what you speak? It's got to be that serious. When you speak it, you got to believe it to that point, to that degree. Amen? Amen. Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's, help me, Jesus, if we're in a state of war, then everything, every, you know, everything is serious. It's, a, it's in serious right. mode. Right. right. Amen. Amen. Wow. And you know that, that just speaks volumes, you know. I'm sorry? To, I said that speaks volumes to, you know, that we need to um, recognize that and realize that we are in a war. We are in a war. And just like you said, that really stuck with me, complacent soldier cannot fight. You know, Amen. so basically we're I, not. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight even with me. I, brother, would you want to be in the camp with a bunch of complacent soldiers? No, not on the battlefield? On the battlefield? No, not at all. But you know, the <laughs> thing that really got me was here I am. And it and it goes to show you, you know, I'm going to be a little transparent here. It's going to go to show you where I, my mind was and where I was spiritually. I'm thinking I'm getting all this preparation before all this happened. I'm thinking I'm just getting and getting all this preparation ready to go. And, you know, I'm looking back. I really wasn't ready to fight because I had some things that I didn't allow God to deal with me because I had covered them up. With with, with, with with forms of religion And it's not till now That we're starting to talk about these things About learning about the sovereignty of God Learning about repentance And the power of repentance And now complacency That I am really starting to get stripped off This, this stuff starting to get stripped off me That I can be clothed in righteousness That I can have my identity back That I can have my authority back That I can have the access to, Of power once again And I think that's where the church Has fallen away because you know It wasn't too long ago family The Lord had told me you know To really study the church in Acts In the book of Acts And you know they represented Everything that was kingdom Oriented And, and I'm thinking to myself Where is that today Where is that right now You know we're supposed to be on a whole different level operating in the spirit than where we were. Based on the book of Acts, we were supposed to be light years ahead of where we now, where we are now. And that's one of the things that really, really kind of caught my attention in that, you know, especially what you said today is we got to go back to basic training. <laughs> We got to go back to basic training to get prepared to fight this war that we're in. And, but you know, um, you know, brother, brother, God's basic training is is different than man's basic training. Amen. Oh, yeah, what God, what God in God's army. When you realize that you've gotten off, He's given us the awesome and powerful, powerful 
powerful benefit of repentance. And when mm. we repent, guess what? We're restored. When we repent, guess what? God puts us back on course. Back Amen. on course. And he gives us what we need to continue the battle. Amen? Amen. So Amen. we're in his army. We're not in a natural army. So we you right. know, we don't have time to we don't have time to go back through basic training in the army of God. <laughs> we have to keep Amen. on pressing our way because we're still in the battle, amen? Most amen. of the time in his army, you're already in the battle before you know it. <laughs> so you, get that, you get that training while you're in the, you know, you're in the battle. But um, yeah. so that's what, you know, that's what's so good about him. Amen, amen. And that's that's so true. That is so, so true. Well, family, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause right here. I'm gonna let Pastor Chris because I I kind of cut him off last time before we ended the show, and he had to kind of do that speed talk thing, you know, like at the end of the uh, the drug commercials where he had to try to get it all in in 30 seconds. So I'm gonna bring him in and let him give you all of the plugs and all the places for the um, ministry and. Uh, everything that, that, that you need to continue to support us in, in what you're doing. So, Pastor Chris, you have the floor, sir. Amen. I'm sitting here taking notes and looking in the mirror, and hopefully I don't crack it. Uh, that wasn't funny. But anyway, yeah, so, yeah, that, that, that's what I've been doing. Uh, this word is definitely uh, on time. And we need to definitely praise God for what God is doing right now in all of us. And I definitely uh, give God all the praise and glory. But listen, family, we got a lot going on here at TPV Radio. And we praise God for it in spite of all of the things that are happening right now. We continue to press forward and don't give up. Like Pastor Gene said, we can't hit the reset button no more. We can't go back to basic training anymore and take eight weeks to get through the uh, uh, the basic training. We got to do it now. You got to start where you are and build from there. Just saying. That makes a perfect point because I've been going ham and cheese with the basic training thing. But, see, that's what I'm saying. That's why I miss Pastor Jean when she's not on the show. She brings it. She brings me back to uh, reality because I can just go off. And she just like, you know, you know, brother. And I love that about Pastor Gene. Love you, Pastor Gene. But anyway, um, <clears throat> let, me go ahead and, uh, <laughs> let, let me let me go ahead and finish all these plugs. Listen, family, tomorrow at tomorrow at ten thirty Central Standard Time, uh, your boy the Thomas Voice will be interviewed in reference to what's going on right now with the Spin Awards and the past uh, nomination for the Stellars and all that jazz. It'll be on the new amazing uh, 92.3 FM in Houston, Texas. Uh, I'll be interviewed by the Wordmetician. The show is entitled uh, Inspirational Sundays with the Wordmetician. Uh, I'll be with her for 30 minutes to talk about TPV and what God has done and, and such and so much more. Also, tomorrow... We have a double hitter of, of yours truly. We apologize for last week. We were going in uh, last week as far as the, the spirit of depression. And guess what? 
uh, the devil tried to pull the plug, and he did. He did just that, and I we could not get back on. We could not log back in. It shut the whole thing down. But we're ready this week, and I'm gonna make sure we're ready this week. So don't miss tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're talking about the spirit uh, of depression, and we do have breakthrough for you, family. Myself, Pastor Gene, Brother Don, Pastor Sego will be in the building. Also, family, we have on Monday, we have the Reality Coach with Dorothy Patterson. Please don't miss her, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, uh, this week, we have uh, Steve Dennis. Uh, He'll be in the building. TPV Presents will be interviewing him at 6. We also have uh, Geneva Distributing, uh, and this is a good one, Brother Don. We'll be interviewing... uh, Siron and Hazel Williams, they are definitely uh, doing something new, and they're using what God is giving them uh, to reach the masses with their new uh, product that they are uh, that they are promoting right now, and it's actually pretty good. And uh, also, the Psalmist Voice presents as well. Uh, I will be interviewing the Word Petition later on this week. Uh, this Friday, so she'll be on my platform. I'll be on her platform tomorrow at 10:30. So please don't miss it, family. It's going to be exciting, and of course, our regularly scheduled lineup of our triple header Saturdays with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with Saturdays Buffet with uh, Lorraine Brown, also with Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer, and we have our newest sister, sister, uh, sister and pastor and LPC. Sandra Grace, she will be in the building with Lodabar, Lodabar Nation to put the icing on the cake on Saturday. So, family, God has been good. You can also listen to all of our programming of all of our, show, all of all of our shows uh, on three, Live 365. Just download the app on your mobile, uh, Apple or Android. It's absolutely free. You don't have to pay for the prescription subscription. Uh, a lot of people have been saying, oh, i got to pay for it. No, just bypass it by hitting the X button on your mobile device. It'll bypass that option. Just type in the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. You can take us with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with very controversial topics that will give you uh, a, a, a closer walk with Jesus Christ, give you revelation and knowledge that you never heard before with different flavors. And that's what I thank God for with my radio family I love them all and I thank God for them for what he's doing in their respective ministries and this ministry uh, here at TPV Radio Uh, also you can go to our website www.tpvradionetwork.com you can subscribe there you can also subscribe to blacktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio or you can like us on Facebook at TPV Radio. You can also like us on Instagram, which is TPV Radio 2020. Our old one was hacked, so we had to make a new one. Yeah, it was hacked. So uh, we were sending people some nonsense, so we just shut it down. So now we got a new one on uh, Instagram, and we're still the Samus C on Twitter. So, family, that's all of the... That's all of the uh, juicy details going on this week at TBV Radio. So I'm done. I will talk to you on tomorrow. So, Brother Don, Pastor Gene, I'm done. Back to you.
Amen. Amen. Yeah, I had to give him an opportunity that he could get everything in and not feel like he left stuff out. Sis, this has been monumental in the spirit. And I just really pray that the family has retained, been edified today as we close out. But are there any parting things that you want to share with the family before we get out of here? You know, I, I I don't believe I do, but if there are any callers, I would be very interested to uh, see what their take is on the program today. Amen. I don't I don't know if we had any uh, callers today, uh, Pastor Chris. Yeah. I well, I mean, we have we have one because uh, I know um, there's uh, we have Miss. Deborah in the building. Hi, Miss Deborah. We love you. And uh, we have another caller on the line, 9043. So we're going to tap them in real quick. 9043, you are on the air. Brother Don presents with Pastor Gene Homer. God bless you. Hey, this is Lorraine down here in South Carolina. I just called in to listen and uh, working on not being complacent and being in the flow and in the will of God for my life. God bless you all. Thank you for the um, lessons that you called on today. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you both so much for joining. <laughs> yeah, we love you, Sister Lorraine. She, she's awesome. Love she, you as well. She, she's awesome. Amen. Wow. So and I want to just give a shout out to my sister in law, Deborah. Amen. She's out there on the line. I don't know if she's going to say anything in that, but. She's out there. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, family, we we go ahead. Oh no, no, no. I was just saying I was just saying no. She she's just uh standing still right now. So I'll put her back on mute. Okay. Back to you. <laughs> Amen. Well, if you're listening on the website, you know, we, we appreciate you too. You know, we, we, we definitely appreciate you tuning in and supporting us, um, you know, may not have an opportunity to call, but, you know, if you do, we, we write the number down at 515-605-9873, and you can come in at any point in time because, you know, we would love to hear what you think. So, family, if there's any takeaways, spiritually today, I want you to go home and, and meditate, and when you get off the line, just kind of, in your soaking place is that who are you? Are you a warrior? Or are you just one that continues to gripe and complain about the way things is for you spiritually? Check and see the areas where you have compromised or there's compromise in your life. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal and start repenting in those areas. Start repenting because, you know, as my sister said, we are in a war. Whether you want to fight or not, we are in a war. And if you claim to love Jesus, then you are a target. So you might as well get stuff together so you can get out here and you can fight and fight effectively because you have the authority. Despite what anyone told you, you don't have to have 
a title, office, or anything to have the authority from the kingdom of heaven. You have the authority that you can use the promises that were left for you, as well as me, Pastor Chris, First Lady Nisi, Pastor Jean. You have the same authority in Christ. But it's time for you. We didn't really get into character a lot. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that on the next show. But it's time for all of us to get to that place where we can be ministered, cleaned out, and used effectively for the kingdom. Because that's what it's about at the end of the day. It's about the kingdom. And... I'm just excited here that we were here today, that we could share some of the things that we shared. It was a blessing to me. I, um, you know, I just thank God for what he's doing with, with, with not only myself, but Pastor Gene and Pastor Chris and continuing to bring us up, to reproof us, that we can be spiritually strong for this time. Because we are in some trying times, family. We are definitely in some trying times right now. And with the way that things are, until we really get set aside, and I love the way um, my sister brought it out, you know, not going to the world for the enemy, but going to God for the enemy. He has the answer. He has it all laid out. He's just waiting, waiting for us to come in and so he can download those things to us and we can go out and we can bring it to the world. But amen. I'm about uh, all talked out for today. I think we covered a lot, family. I think God is really moving in this time. I think he's doing some awesome, awesome things. Um, but I don't want to be selfish. Was there anything else, Pastor Gene, that you had in your spirit uh, before we get out of here? I think I'm all clear, brother. Thank you for having me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor Chris, did you have anything that you wanted to share out? I can't forget about you before we we close it down for this uh, week. Uh, not really, because you guys pretty much hit it on the head. Uh, there's really not much I can expound on, really, but... Um, as far as where everyone is going, I'm, I'm just going to co-sign on exactly what uh, both of you have been talking about this last several weeks on tomorrow's message. So complacency is definitely one of those keys to unlocking certain things in your life, such as the spirit of depression. Uh, there's a lot of similarities with it, and I was reading more up on it, and I'm like, wow. So a lot of times we get stuck in that place of complacency, and a lot of times those things that we're stuck in are what we really are comfortable with, even though we're not supposed to be comfortable in that area. And I'm, ta I'm talking not, not only in a natural state, but I'm also talking about in the spiritual state, because again, we, we are so religiously astute, but we have no relational knowledge whatsoever on what Jesus Christ requires of us And it's apparent right now So this is why We're in this thing called complacency Because I was too 
And, you know, I shared something mm-hmm. last week that was transparent as well. I was in that place. I was complacent. I, okay, this is what I, how I'm supposed to feel because I feel like we're getting attacked from the left, the right, the, the front, the back, the, 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 the ground, the sky, what in the world? But I, I had to realize that I can't be complacent on what Chris knew. I had to be confident in the fact that what I don't know. See, that's the problem. Right. We get caught up in what right. we know. We get caught up in our theological expertise. We get caught up in how long we've been ministering. But none of that matters when you get hit with the cloud of complacency and when you get hit with the cloud of depression. These are human emotions mm. and also spirits mm. that can fester and attach themselves to you. As you're going through the motions, going to church, and now that church is being cut off, now everybody's depressed and feeling all kind of ways. See, there's a connection there because we were complacent with the works. We were complacent with the action. But now that the action and the works are being taken from us, now we have no choice but to have relationship and people are tripping. I'm just saying, and I'm going to keep it real because at one point I thought I was going to be tripping, y'all. But guess what? I got too much to lose, and I got to get over myself and let God do what he said he was going to do. I don't care how much God has put in me naturally. It's no time for head knowledge, head games, fakers and chasers. It's time for the people to listen to God's Truly, not listen to themselves or their fake rhema words from God. Listen to what God is saying in this season. He hit the reset button for a reason. We got to get out of our complacency. And I said I wasn't going to preach, but see, you, Pastor Gene, Brother Don, and and Sister Lorraine, y'all got me started. And then now I'm really amped up because Satan was messing with me last Sunday. So I'm going to be really going ham and cheese this Sunday. But anyway, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to put some ice on this thing and try to keep myself marinated. For tomorrow. So God bless you, family. Brother Don, Pastor Gene, back to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. You can't help but to get fired up on this, family. This is this is real stuff. This is serious stuff. This is life or death stuff. So we just pray that God has really blessed you today. We just pray that um, in the area of complacency That you will start examining And look to see the places where you're complacent In your life That you can come and um, You know Repent and change To get that out of there Because it is life or death It is life or death Well God bless you family We thank you once again for tuning in It's always a pleasure To be before you We're always honored to be served uh, to be a servant unto you as the Lord gives us what we need to bring to you. So I'm just thankful and I just continue to pray for your health and strength, family. And we will see you next Saturday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Brother Don presents with Pastor Gene Homer on TPB Ministry and the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. We're just thankful for that. And we just continue to lift our eyes, look, lift our eyes to the hill from which our help comes. God bless you, family. We love you. Thank you. See you next week. Nobody greater.
Nobody greater, no Nobody greater than you Nobody can heal Like you can Oh, most holy one You are the great I am Awesome in all your ways And my ears are held You are healed, carried out, redemption plan. You are healed, carried out, redemption plan. TPV Radio, Central Texas. 